Live from HMD Studio, it's Stay Busy with the boy, Armand Sadler. Gentlemen, happy new year. Welcome to 2022. It is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture. And when we are so fortunate like we are today, kicking the year off, we bring in some incredible people. I am Armand Sadler, vegan chorizo poppy, founder of Bald Nigga Ballers. Uh, <laughs> him. I, I am just him. I'm not I'm, I'm I'm not the him that was like, remember when her and him yeah, were releasing no, me? I'm, no. I'm not that him. No. I am him, though. So... You'll catch that on the way home. I don't do the show alone. I got my guy back from the West Coast glowing. The West Coast glow. The the glow is glowing. That sun hits different. It's like (laughs) Superman when he goes up, you know, he needs a recharge. Yeah, yeah, And they send him up to space and he get right. He Mm -hmm. come back down. He's like, where they at? (laughs) Where they at? (laughs) That's what I feel right now. You know, I got my checks on. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling real West right now. Brandy, Brandy, I got a West Coast legend on me too. There you go. I'm feeling real West right now. But, you know, right now I am the, the, uh, I mean, you know, I'm gonna just generalize it because it's not a specific type. I can go the H2O Herald. Okay, It'd be the H2O Herald. Okay, or the Hydration Herald. Mm. Camden like that one. You know, either or, <laughs> we'll, whatever one you want to go over today. Kombucha King that makes your heart sing. You know, typically, but executive producing and co-host and stay busy. I'm glad to be here. Mm-hmm. We got a an exciting brother over here. Absolutely. Uh, this is my famous friend. Uh, th- <laughs> You know, You're I've famous. I've met so many of our guests through Twitter. So, like, shout out to Twitter for introducing me to this person. Yeah. Um, his photography is incredible. He shot the likes of Snow Allegra, Generational, Nipsey Hussle, just to name a few. Um, incredible music mind, just genuinely enjoyable to engage with. I actually just learned before we started recording that he worked in A and R as well. Um, which we're gonna get into. doing digital marketing, which we will get into, but. You know, this this man is truly paving his own way and, you know, pouring into the community as well. Um, And just a man who stands on a lot of principles, a lot of integrity. And we need more people like this in the industry. This is none other than the legend, Nick Watkin. How you feeling, my brother? I am good. Wow. I did not expect all of that. Jeez. (laughs) And not Watkins. 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 Ain't no S. There's a... There's a story behind that. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah. Let's, let's, quick icebreaker. So when my dad came here, he had the S on the end of his name, so mm-hmm. it was Watkins. But I guess somewhere in translation, they fucked, like, the, whole the government fucked it up, mm-hmm. and they took the S off of it. So my older sister, I have Is two of them, they both had it. No, all three of them had it. And when I came and my little sister came, we didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... My dad doesn't have it. My mom doesn't have it. My three older sisters had it mm. or ha- still have it. 
and it's it's weird. You can't <laughs> like if you try and get it fixed, it's just a whole process mm. that I'm not trying to go through. So it, it is technically Watkins. It's technically Watkins, but mm-hmm. it's Watkin. Mm-hmm. Okay, where's the family from? My dad is from Jamaica. My mom is from Trinidad. Um, very weird, like opposing. Oh no, it's very opposed. I'm Jamaican. My mom is Jamaican. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we have another thing in common. I love that. I love, I love that. that. Love no, that. it's it's definitely opposing. Yeah. Trinidad, <laughs> Trinidadians don't love. Guyanese people and Jamaicans. Jamaicans don't love Trinidadian people. It's mm. weird. It's, mm. It is what it is. <laughs> hey, but I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we are happy to have you here, man. So uh, we have a great episode <laughs> coming up for you all. So shout out to the listeners tapping back in. Any new listeners as well. Whether you like champagne or wine, early supper or dinner after nine, be without you or just fine, Ooh. buying sneakers on the app or having to wait in line. So we'll start with, what is it? Champagne or wine? Mm-hmm. Champagne or wine? Wine. Okay. What kind of wine? Uh, red or white? Usually red. Okay. Uh, it's usually either a, a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. yeah. Cab or, or a Merlot. Yeah. Okay. Um, Very light, like the dark reds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good compliments with steak. Yeah. I actually don't eat steak that much. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I just, I enjoy those two on its own mm-hmm. um, when I have free time. Or just like when I'm like in the mood for wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, do you prefer to eat early supper or are you a dinner after nine person? Early supper. Okay. That's a fact. Yeah. Too. Especially when you intermittent fast. Camden was like, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> I need to yeah. eat. <laughs> anything, anything after nine, like you try and go to bed and it's just like, yeah. you feel like garbage. Stomach is hitting. Ooh. Yeah. It, Ooh. It, it's, doing, it's doing the Dougie, the cat daddy, all of that Dancing shit. like Duke Deuce. <laughs> Duke Deuce. <laughs> Yo, he's generational. Yeah. Duke Deuce is generational. Bro, he is the most hilarious. He's the, he's the best. Bro. He's the best crunk rapper out right now. Mm-hmm. And he might be the only one, but still, it's... Mm-hmm. Still hilarious the shit that he does. Yeah. I love him. Love him. Those love videos him. of him dancing in the gym are, bro. He should be bigger <laughs> than fit, he is. LA right Fitness. Now. LA Fitness needs to give him a bag. Uh, yeah, because he could honestly. do that for commercials like bro. this. Like what? Son, throw his song on the background. It'd be <laughs> LA Fitness, Planet Fitness, any type All of gym. Yeah, bro. Give him a yeah, bag. Hit him up. Uh, be without you or just fine. The Mary J's. That's a toughie. It is. That's a toughie. It's two different I'm vibes. Gonna go, I'm going to go with Be Without You for me. Mm-hmm. Just because that like. Sad Boy? Not Sad Boy. Isn't it the, isn't that the song? The that, best-selling that, Yes. R&B that is song. the best-selling R&B song of all time. Mm-hmm. Be- best-selling. Actually, or it, was, yeah, it was called actually, Best no. or something. Like the Billboard labeled it. I think the. No, it was is, like. Is it it, there's something like a metric. The no yeah. subjectivity like to it. Yeah. I think. No. I, I, would, I would agree. Be Without You too. Mm-hmm. Just strictly you know from like, till you get home. Just go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing. I'm just singing away. Just strictly off of like going back to my childhood. I never really heard "Just Fine" mm. until like recently. Oh wow, which is weird. But mm. like, I would always hear "Be Without You" on yeah. the radio on a loop, and it was number one on 106, 106 in Park for a while. A long the, time. the top ten. Yeah, um, buying sneakers on the app. Which a lot of people seem like they go through hell with that, or having to wait online like we did back in the day. I actually miss that. Um, I like putting f- shoes on my feet and mm. seeing it. To be honest, neither. Mm. I hate it. Is it like? <laughs> but you got some threes on. You got the black cement threes on. What are you talking right, about? First off, I got you... these. I got these on the app. <laughs> okay, very randomly. So, so you have an opinion on this? Okay, so. 
the app because at least you get a chance. If you wait online, like if it sells out, mm-hmm. you're just shit out of you luck. Your time, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I remember having to go to go get the the Gamma Blues Elevens. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was way back in like I think just after high school or, or during high school, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get them. Clipped. No luck. Clipped, yeah. And it was just like, all right, whatever. I don't care. I got these. I got um, the cool grays out of nowhere. Elevens? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I got a bunch of stuff that I didn't think I was going to get mm-hmm. that my friends didn't get. This release, the, re- the release that just happened? Yeah. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. And then, like, I I need to go back and try and get some more shit, but I'd, I'd rather do the app. The mm-hmm. Online, the, the line thing is annoying yeah. when i get a bag i'm in flight club with it <laughs> just give me my shoes so i can go <laughs> chill that the flight club is expensive. i know it's marked Maybe up wild. it's marked up but when you got that bag bag you just it don't matter shoes. it don't matter <laughs> okay all right i want to shout out our vp of everything karen hurley the man that you cannot see but you can feel of course shout out to anchor our distribution platform if you do not know anchor distribute your podcast for free to all streaming platforms, and you get some sponsored ads, regardless of your listenership, and HMD Studio, Camden, the guy holding it down, as always. Let's jump right into this chat. Um, first thing that I want to talk about, um, which I, I, I like, I'm, I'm excited for this. Um, it's funny, too. This is this weekend is the anniversary of Hotels that Jasmine Sullivan mm-hmm. dropped, and one thing that we've talked about a lot on the pod was that she set the bar high the first week of Very 2021. High. Very high. And now we're seeing this first quarter, a lot of, you know, notable artists are planning to release. We got mm-hmm. Gunna in the weekend this past weekend. We got Two Chains coming up this month. Earl Sweatshirt, I believe, is this month. Saba is next month. And I'm, I I feel like, I don't know if it's the pandemic or, uh, and, you know, how it's kind of derailed people's plans. I don't know if people are seeing, like, there is. You can really make a crazy impact by starting from the gate, coming out with some heat at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I don't know what the motivations are behind it, but I'm, I'm really interested in it. And you mm-hmm. and I talked on Twitter when I tweeted a bit. We talked about Future. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Future came with something uh, first quarter, too. So how, how are you feeling about, like, these artists planning to flood the first quarter of 2022 with music? I think it's, I think it's actually it's smart mm-hmm. yeah. because, like, nobody's really doing nothing. Everybody's at home. Um, like, hot is just finished mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's going anywhere. It's cold out. Omarion is wild, beating everybody's ass. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's it's smart. Everybody yeah. had, like has time to listen to music now. Everybody mm-hmm. has time to relax. Yeah. So I think it's smart. Like gonna straight out the fucking gate, just yeah. fucking punching people in the mouth with yeah, that bro. shit, <laughs> and yeah. the weekend too. Yeah. It 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 it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's smart. Yeah, I think it's smart. It's, it's quiet time. The and people's then, attention's not drawn. Yeah, and then you, you, like, all the big artists came out. Well, some of them came out. In the fall, yeah. Yeah, Winter. in the fall. So, like, if you're, a, like, a mid-tier to, like, low-tier artist, this is where you could punch people in the face and be yeah. like, no, I like, I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be up here. Yeah, command their attention. Yeah. Because yeah. this has historically been a dead period in the music industry. Everyone just kind of looks over January. Yeah. But now it's like we're getting... Impact in January. So yeah, that's, that's I don't. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to February though. Why? All the lovey dovey fucking songs. <laughs> that Valentine's Day shit is terrible. Hey, lucky they did it right Ooh, last year. Lucky they did all right. But all the Valentine's Day themed songs and mm-hmm. albums and EPs are terrible. Bro, yeah. what's her name? Tell it. Did you get hurt? Have you been hurt recently? 
No. <laughs> Absolutely not. What's her name, bro? You said Valentine's. I'm not with it. I'm Fuck not with shit. it. No, I love Valentine's Day as yeah. a as a holiday. Yeah. Like I would. I mm-hmm. love to spoil. Okay. Whatever, whoever I'm dating. Mm-hmm. But the the music mm-hmm. like surrounding it, unless it's organic, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. terrible. Well, we got table for two. Lucky day. Yeah. Are you? I don't know if you're a lucky day guy. Lucky lucky day shit was amazing. Yeah. I am a lucky day guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we got that on Valentine's last year. Mm-hmm. Valentine's weekend. Yep. Yep. Well, what else, just, what else? No, no. What else came out? What else? came out? Okay. <laughs> Other than Lucky Day, what else? Nah. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't. I, I'm trying to think. Like nothing pops into my head immediately when I think of Valentine's Day theme. People music. do typically like some That's corny. Resonated single. with me. I, Brent dropped his "Fuck the World." I think around Valentine's Day. It wasn't on Valentine's two Day. years ago. Um, crazy, we got that album in a month of love. Wild times. I could go. Well, I've written about it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, word. Um, so I'm. I'm. I've. You know, we started strong. Gonna weekend. We're gonna get into albums later. But um, I think two chains at a place where he kind of his last album didn't didn't seem like people really loved it too much. So he's not that he's anything to prove. But this will be a good opportunity for him to bounce back. I think he has something to prove. Think so because all his previous albums everybody loved, mm. and this one it was just like, uh, like everybody saw it. Listen to it for like probably 10, 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then just say, all right, fuck this. Yeah. I'm on to the next shit. Mm-hmm. And I think, when did his last come out? Uh, 2020? So Help Me God was like maybe like August 2020, August, July maybe. Yeah. So like, I, I think a lot of people were just like, all right, I don't care about this. I'm moving on. Yeah. And I think now he's like, no, I have, like, you're going to listen to me and you're going to love this shit. Mm-hmm. And I think his first single that he put out, I actually like it. It's the one with our four four two dog, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually like it, so mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm excited to see what he comes with. Yeah, but for sure, for sure. Uh, with mention of the Omarion, the Omarion has pushed the Grammys back. Um, thoughts on that, man? It, like, and with no like, so it was postponed, as I saw, and as of you know, as of the recording of this episode, I haven't seen any like set date for when that's going to happen. It was not mm-hmm. like just postponed to like a later date. It was just like. Definitely postponed. I think uh, did I you s- see a later date? Did you see a date? No. Uh, they they postponed it indefinitely. And I think one of the things that they want to do is they want to have it in person. Because mm-hmm. I think last year they didn't have it in person. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the reason why they pushed it back. 100%. But yeah. I don't think I don't think for like the next to be honest, five months from now, I don't think the Grammys is gonna like take place. Yeah. They're just gonna have to announce who won and who lost. I thought I saw something that said they were thinking June. I'm like, Grammys and BET Awards the same month? That's... That would be kind of fire to me. A summer a summer Grammys? Like, is, is they could do something. Mm-hmm. They could do something. It'd be overwhelming. If they close the voting, though. So it's like, if they keep the... Because they got to get back on track with the cycles of the voting yeah. and everything. So if they close the cycles, this is normally supposed to be, but then just delay, like, letting the... the you know the winners know or whatever, mm-hmm. I would be with that. When did the Grammys happen last year? It happened March. In March? Yeah. March. They might they might target April, just mm-hmm. just to because remember the spike last year happened around the same time, so like with the amount of people getting it now, mm-hmm. they might push it back to April. It makes more sense. Yeah, like it gives people what three four months to like yeah get mm-hmm. over it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so let's get into these albums from this weekend, man. Uh, funny this weekend. Uh, Dawn FM. By Mr. Abel Tesfay, aka The Weekend, features from Tyler the Creator, Lil Wayne. We got narration from Quincy Jones. We got yeah, Jim Carrey acting like a radio host. 
This motherfucker did it again, man. <laughs> Abel, you cold. <laughs> you cold. How'd you feel about it uh, from what you were able to hear? I actually love it. Uh, I keep seeing people on Twitter talking about, oh, bring back House of Balloons. Bring back this. I'm like, fam. Go back and listen to it. Go back. Own. Number one, go back and listen to it. Number two, House of Balloons and that, that beginning period of his career was a moment in time. And mm-hmm. even he has said it like, like, yes, that started my career, but I need to move on from it mm-hmm. and grow as an artist and as a person. You hear that album, it, it brings you back to the fucking 80s and mm-hmm. disc jockey and shit like that. Yeah. That shit is amazing to me. Yeah. How somebody can go back with the sins, with the with the narration from Quincy Jones mm-hmm. and, the, and D- Jim Carrey acting like a DJ mm-hmm. and just bring you back into that time and space. Yeah. Like, I haven't, I, personally, I haven't heard the Tyler feature yet, mm-hmm. even though I probably, I already know it's, it's my favorite song. fucking crazy. My favorite song. And I know how how much Tyler loves The Weeknd mm-hmm. and loves Starboy. To hear him on a Weeknd record would probably be fucking crazy. It is. Yeah. Excuse me for cursing it's so okay. much. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, dude. But, <laughs> like, hearing people talk about, like, go back this, go back to this era, go back, like, it doesn't make sense. I hate it. I've gotten into so many debates about the weekend because people are like, bring back druggy weekend, bring it. I'm like, yo, you don't understand. He was in a shitty, very terrible place, like mentally at that time. And yeah. not only that, he was homeless and like, yeah. that was his escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like making music got him out of this shit. You think mm-hmm. he wants to go back to that shit? Yeah. No, <laughs> he don't. And still his DNA is like that DNA is in the new music. It just sounds different. Yeah. yeah. Like, lyrically, he's still a toxic motherfucker. <laughs> he's still talking about <laughs> drugs. He's just doing it in this, what people are calling H&M music. I'm like, shit, I'd love to be an H&M and hear this shit. This shit is incredible. Like That shit would make me buy more yeah, clothes. Yeah, like, that's cool. H&M music, that's like that's so uh, baseless and so superficial for people to say that. Like I saw people on the timeline calling this album terrible. I'm like, if it's not for you, that is okay. But uh, like objectively, this shit is terrible. amazing. It's, it's not terrible. This shit is amazing. Who's doing this? Like, who, who who is making music like this right now at this level? And not only that, going like going back and listening to older older music, mm-hmm. getting those references, and then bringing them into the new era. Sample uh, what do you sample? I ju- I just want to thank you by what's I, f- I forget her name. I want to thank you. Mm-hmm. He, he sampled that That's on right. um. Yeah. What's, what, that wasn't sacrifices, was it? I don't know the um tracklist yet like that yeah. yet. But no, I mean for me the, the the biggest point is you know musically I love. There was moments I was telling uh I was, I was saying before we were having a conversation, but there were moments where I had to like I was stretched a little bit as a listener. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. what do you, like what you actually about to do on this? Yeah. Okay, like early on in the project, you know, and I'm like, okay. I'm 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 a, I'm a ride with you because you know this is supposed to be an experience, especially after the intro and you realize that this is Don FM and like <laughs> it's this whole experience. You're like, okay, let me let me ride with it. So there was moments where I even had to check myself, and be like, okay, stop, stop having expectations, stop yeah. having expectations, just listen. And there were moments where you know I was locked in. I was like, man, this is crazy. I was I was cleaning the house at the time, admittedly, so I was kind of letting it just kind of fill the space. Mm-hmm. And there were moments where I stopped. When you get to the Tyler one, you're gonna stop. I stopped and I like. Bro, dang! Like the chords and the, that's what I listen for first. I'm about to like, listen to it on my way home. No, you should. you should listen to it in sequence too. I think that's important, and that's mm-hmm. where I was really impressed with when it comes to like the the whole 
the whole styling like it made the the cover art make sense when mm-hmm. you listen to the sketches and like how it comes together why Quincy is talking about what Quincy is talking about not mm-hmm. to ruin the album for people and it's like oh there's a there's a huge through line if yes. you really take the time to like un- take the pieces apart and listen it's a great project I think from those standpoints whether you like the music or not that's completely up to you mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to unpack musically that I think was executed very well that I enjoy yeah so and I think one thing that has gotten lost that I think Weekend picked up on is sequencing of albums. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's like mm-hmm. you can tell that he cares about that shit. Yeah, yeah. very very much. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. and there's very few people in the world that, or in the music industry that care about that shit. Yeah, yeah. like albums feel like playlists. Albums feel like playlists now. Like, yeah, you you all right? Did you like Certified Love Boy? Uh, I liked he loved it. it. I, I didn't love it. I liked it. It was on his honorable mention. He loved it. I didn't love it. I liked it. <laughs> to Enough me, to honorably mention it. To me, that feels like that feels like a playlist. I hate the arrangement of it. I hate that. That, I was, hated that the was one of our main things. I, I felt like it was hate awesome. It. Yeah. Like, I think most of the albums now, like Kanye's one before he put the, put out the deluxe, that arrangement was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Fucking like there there is amazing songs on it, mm-hmm. but if you're not listening to it in the right order. You're just gonna be like, click next. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. hotels is even hotels is like the main example of like album sequencing done. Mm-hmm. Fucking it's important. Right. It's mm-hmm. important, y'all, for especially for first listen. You, it is important to put that on. So, like that said, how did y'all feel about the gunner joint? I like it a lot. I love it. I, I, I am gonna is yeah. He like Roddy Rich, you you are on the clock, my brother. Because wow, gonna just is he next to take someone? I saw someone say like Thug could not have picked a better successor. I, I saw think. that tweet. Bro. You saw that? Okay. I saw that tweet too. What do y'all think about that? Thug gave us Baby and Gunna, bro. Yeah, he's 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 certified. <laughs> he, he's good. Yeah, he is good. He's good. He don't have to do anything. Well, he he got to make music still. But if he if he like never wanted to make music ever again, and we just had Gunna and Baby. His legacy We're good. is, is good. So much little stamp. No, like fair. I loved, uh, like what was it? The song with Kodak. That uh, shit, bro. That shit. What I said. Yeah. Yeah. I was like the song with Kodak, and when I was still cleaning, I listened to both projects the weekend, and then Gunna back to back, and then. You know, I was listening to Gunna. I don't always listen to that type of music anyway, so I just like let it play. But you know, I like Gunna. I really like Gunna. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when that one came, I was like. Oh, this is crazy! Right? Bro, I was, this song I was, is hard. I was about like ten minutes away from here, and that shit came on. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> nah. And like, one of my favorite things in rap is when rappers do the back and forth thing, like two lines, yeah. and the other Trading. rapper comes yeah, in. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the way he traded with Kodak on this joint, pushing P with Future, them trading on that, like, and then even the 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 Chloe the Chloe feature, you, you and me, that that John that B sample, shit is amazing, like. Gunner need to drop an R&B album. No, no cap. There you go. No cap. There you go. Okay, no, no, no. Next one. No, let's talk about let's talk about a real R&B no, album. But and it was great to hear Chloe in that pocket because a lot of people don't like the Have Mercy single. It feels like yeah. they're trying to make her a, a rapper. Yeah. It's like it's a good song, but it's like what I'm a fan of Chloe and Chloe and Hallie for is what they've the been doing the the vocal performances, the the arrangements, the the musicality. So hearing her. Trying to get off on a rap single, it's like, oh damn! Like you, yeah. you are talented enough to do your thing. It's like, and, yeah, you can do that. that. So hearing her over a classic interpolation and hearing her and Gunna harmonizing, like that was that was a standout from the project for me. Die Alone, 
Chris Brown and Young Blue. That, um, that too. Special. And, it, you know, I, I, was, I was talking to my boy, uh, Dami Lair. Shout out to you. Um, he uh, he was joking. He was like, yo, Gunna is the best rapper at rapping about nothing. And it's like, what does That's he mainly sad. talk about? He talks about, you know, doing drugs and getting fly. But he makes it sound so great. That I don't really care yeah. to hear more from him. But on this project, he got personal. He talked about his, his bout with pneumonia on, on Living mm. Wild. He, you know, Die Alone is just, it's, it's a crazy concept. It's a very somber type of song and mm-hmm. for Gunna who gave us oh, okay and ski and all these upbeat rap songs that we party to to hear him get into that introspective personal like really like yeah. self-deprecating pocket and then Chris Brown coming in with the with the ad libs and young blue just crooning just crooning his heart out like that it, it's amazing did you hear uh young well going off the topic did you hear young blues EP uh the one he just put out yeah yeah very oh. good. Yo, Young yeah, Young the, Blue is... The No I'm Not Okay joint? Yes. I have to listen to. Bro. He's he's very good. Bro, he is amazing. Okay. Like, his, his album was incredible. Moon Boy is my, my top 10 in 2021. Bro. My top 10. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And Young Blue's been in the studio with Neo. You know, Stay Down's out. But they got another song that Savon sent me the snippet to called Walk Through Fire. Jesus. Wedding music. It is it is beautiful. Good Lord. <laughs> it is absolutely beautiful. Good Lord. I can't wait. But, um, yeah, Gunna, to me, man, like, you know, I've been, like, last year I was I, I was torn. I was like, dude, do I like Baby and Gunna more? I don't really do that comparison thing. But to me, Gunna has a better catalog than Lil Baby. And this, like, really established it. Like, to give us one in 2020. Drip season three, 2018. Like, he's Gunner's, he's, he's out of here. I think Gunner has more enjoyable music mm-hmm. in terms of just like you played in the background and you're just like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like, I can vibe to this. Yeah. Baby, it's just like you actually got to pay attention sometimes. Yeah. And then, like, he'll have you with like three one hitters in mm-hmm. one line. You're just like, wait, which one is the best one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Gunner is, has a better catalog as mm-hmm. of right now. Yeah. And and he raps well. It's, it's very underrated how well he raps because he does the, the melodic hybrid type stuff, but like he can actually rap his ass off. And I think it was high level raps in this project. Great production, Metro, Turbo, Taurus, they all did their thing. And um, yeah, I, I really have nothing bad to say about it um, aside from Life of Sin. And it's really because of the feature, Nietzsche. I don't think Nietzsche's good. I, I, I don't think Nietzsche's good at all, to be honest. But um, he got me interested in a Kodak Black song. I'm not really big on Kodak Black. G Herbo. I'm not big on G Herbo either. I, I like that I, song. I'm that song is amazing, I'm too. I'm not yeah. big on Herbo. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, have, I have no complaints. You know, what a what a weekend to start the year off. Dawn FM and Drip Season Forever. Wow. All right. Uh, Muni Long, Public Display of Affection. This is kind of, I guess this would be like a responsible revisit because this project dropped November 2021. Um, I, I've been seeing her name circulate on social Time. media. I yeah. think Regina tweeted, to, uh, tweeted about hours and hours, and so yeah. I, I ran it because, you know, it was put on the put on our, uh, our doc, of course, and a very good project. Very yeah, good no, project. solid project. I mean, this is it's an important record, I think, hours and hours specifically mm-hmm. is an important record because it broke, I think, Billboard. Mm-hmm. It's on Billboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think top... I think it broke. I think it broke the one hundred low key. Yeah, it's, uh, it's in the eighties. Like, yeah, yeah 80s. I think Regina. I think yeah. I saw Regina talk about it. Yeah. top yeah. one hundred. Yeah, yeah. So like that's an important record, I think, because of the style of it is mm-hmm. of what it is, um, from someone who has been in the industry for a very long time, writing and has written some of your favorite songs, all this so on and so forth. But now as an artist and going by a different name and everything like that, we love that. We'd love to see that sort of reinvention of someone mm-hmm. who has already had a career, but stepping it into that artist space. So y'all go check that out. Uh, Mooney Long. 
public displays of affection hours and hours is one with that little asterisk on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. And lastly, we got an announcement. Uh, not sure if this is an official announcement, but it is, it's been reported by a bunch of different publications that the Coachella headliners are Kanye West, Billie Eilish, and Swedish House Mafia. I think the Swedish House was the one that wasn't confirmed yet. Okay. But Kanye, I'm, yeah, I heard that Kanye and Billie yeah. is for, yeah. locked in, but we're not sure about Swedish House yet. That's probably going to be a pretty damn good Coachella. I can't to wait to see wh- who else they put on that lineup mm-hmm. because Kanye makes sense, Billy it makes sense, Swedish it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what Billy does in terms of just like her stage. I can't wait to see what Kanye does. I can only imagine what how Kanye's stage setup is going to be. It's going to be just scary, <laughs> amazing. Like and scary I, amazing. you already know, sweet if Swedish House Mafia does it, it's going to be fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're. They're uh, done. They're retired. Yeah, they're retired. I think this is probably one of their last shows, and then go. Wow. Mm. Have Have you been to Coachella before? No. Yeah, I me mean, neither. I, I, I want to go. I have to figure that out. We have to figure that out. Oh, a little, little stay busy retreat to Coachella. Yeah, yeah maybe so. <laughs> I mean, if you guys can get that sponsorship, money, hey, hey, bro. Yeah, man. If Kieran pays for it, we got. <laughs> <laughs> Check the account, Kieran. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, no, we're good. We can. Yep. So that is our chat. Let's jump into our employee of the month. I want to give a big shout out to the guy Devon Terrell. Clap it up for. Von Terrell, uh, he is the owner of HMD Studio, uh, co-host on Need to Know Podcast, singer, songwriter, check out Boys Don't Cry, check out Homewrecker, uh, check out FMX, he just got a shout out on Joe Budden Podcast as well for uh, Homewrecker, um, so Devon's doing his thing, great dude, honestly, like, great perspective, like, if y'all, y'all hear him talk on Need to Know, he's just, his his mind is all over the place, but he's got such insightful things to say, um, and yeah, y'all should, uh, y'all should book some time here so you can meet him in person, so shout out to our employees. Employee of the month, Devon Terrell. Now, let's hear some tunes. Let's jump into the slide deck. What are we talking, Frank? The best song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. Mm-hmm. All right. So, our guest, what song did you bring for us to play, good sir? I brought "Love" by uh, Kid Cudi. All right. Um, yeah, this is one of the songs that I play like. If I'm like really, really down and I'm just like, like I have no hope, I always play that song. And one long, uh, one line sticks to me. Um, oh, fuck. I can't even remember it off the top of my head now. Mm. But like that song, like it brings me back to the space where just like, okay, be hopeful. Things will change. Like mm. you'll be good. Mm. Produced by Dot the Genius. All right. Let's tap in. Very legendary man. I fight. 
Cuddy got this this uh how do I describe it? He has this I think this is a general approach to music that is so free. Yeah. You know, sounds so free, you know, cuz it's like he's he's one of my favorite artists because of the first his first album like it was so happy. Yeah. And then second album it got really dark. Like he explained it in his his uh Amazon uh documentary. Like I just I feel like he connects with every single individual that listens to his music in some sort of way. Some people might not get it. Some some people might not like it. But the way he approaches it and the way he attacks every single, like, lyric, every single beat, every single approach, it's, it's like, it connects with everybody. Yeah, I agree. I agree. People who love Cuddy, like, go crazy yeah. for Cuddy. They, yeah, like, yeah. It's Cuddy or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> for a lot of people who love Cuddy. Yeah. Uh, shout out Will. Shout out G. So, I saw him <laughs> twice in concert. Mm. Shot him once. Did you cry? Yes. <laughs> that see, I hear that that's a common thing. So yeah. I be saw, crying. I saw him twice. I saw him at Camp Flognog with Kanye, mm-hmm. and I saw him at Central Park in 2017, right around the time where I started taking pictures. The 2017 one, like that, I I don't include that one because that was right. a, 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 a shit show of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily by Cuddy, but just like the fans in general. Yeah. But the, how you call it, the Camp Flognog one was special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Word, word. Beautiful, man. Shout out to Cuddy. Shout out to you for bringing this. What did you bring for us to play, good brother? I've been trying to find how to pronounce this this, this wonderful artist's name. I'm going to give my best. I'm going to probably give three pronunciations just so we can have them. Uh, this is an amazing song. Out of My Way by Ramon. 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 Ramon, I feel like is... Ramon. Anyways, produced by Samuel Kareem. We're going to listen to the record. Let's do it. Faces could tell a for sure. But it's the approach that's how it all. Lost in your sin and in your charm.
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Who is this woman? Starting the year. Oh starting the year with Bro. Ramon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Some yeah, heat. That was hard. Baby. Was... Uh, similar, similar. It's giving Mahalia. Mm. Like you would hear Mahalia on that type of production. Mm. Um, but she, she's her own thing. She does her own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from Amsterdam, I believe. I think she's, and she's a Retrian as a member. So we love, we love our Habeshaw queens. You know? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, man. I pressed like immediately. I'd be looking journey. for those when it comes to my slides. I really be looking for those those songs that like step out to me, even if they're like slow songs or anything mm-hmm. like that. She has another one. I was kind of stuck between this song and another song that she has mm-hmm. more of a ballad. Um, but I just you know, beautiful voice. She got the swag, the energy's there. Yep. You know, like I love that. Love the production too. I just download her EP. <laughs> <laughs> Expedition. So that one, that one's off the. Um, Another joint it was the I Shine You Shine, I think. So that's not off the digital tiers. That's not off the most recent one. But hey, I, yeah, I, I mean, she's, both she's dope. She's dope. Either way, I'm going down a rabbit hole regardless with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for me, I brought a track that I was put onto recently. Uh, this is Coffee for Dinner by Orion Sun, mm-hmm. produced by Orion Sun. feel bad about my one. <laughs> no, what you feel bad about? Hey, feel bro, bad about I don't feel bad about, dog. <laughs> you came with it. You nah, came you with can't. It. We, we listen, we're just going to come with a different level of, of uh, we've been doing it, you know what I'm saying? So we know what songs we're looking for. But mm. at the same time, though, like, I bring, you got to bring songs that mean something to you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, uh, my friend made me a playlist and this was on it and I was like, I, I'm playing this as a slide. Yeah. Like, it just, it just grabbed me in that way. Um, Yeah. Like the vocals, incredible. Um, coffee for dinner kept me warm in the cold. Just, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's not, yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be much, you know, just to, to, for it to hit you. Just I hit love home. that. Simple as that. So, listeners, if you would like to access these slides, hit the link tree in our IG or Twitter bio. If you would like to submit some slides, you can hit us at Stay Busy Pod on Twitter and IG or email us at Stay Busy Pod at Gmail. 
Com. We're going to get into our interview with our guest, but first we're going to introduce a new segment called Nick's Picks. Not this Nick, but that Nick. Yeah, because we got two Nicks in the room. Oh, boy. So, what's the first photo you ever took? It was a the pond in Central Park. Do you still have it? I still have it on my phone. Wait, like posted and just like. No, no. Literally the first photo you ever took. Still the first, oh, wait, no. Uh, <laughs> first photo I ever took was probably something, um, probably my mom gave me the, the film camera and just mm. took a random photo. I think it was um, in Trinidad where I took like a random photo. Mm. Got you. Okay. What's the most meaningful photo that you've ever taken? <sighs> the most meaningful would be... I actually don't know. Mm. I actually don't know. Um, all my photos mean something to me right. in some mm-hmm. sort of way. Um, and it, it'll, it, it'll kind of like directly translate to like how I'm feeling at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think I don't have, I, I don't think I have a meaningful photo. Okay. Right. That's fair. That's fair. What's a photo you haven't captured yet? That you want to, um, a portrait of Kanye, Drake, and Kendrick. Mm. Mm. Three headed Drake. Mm. I don't think that ex- does that exist. I don't think so. I don't think that exists. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I already called my portrait of J Cole. Um, yeah. Already, already caught like a bunch of different portraits of an artist that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Kendrick, Cole, and Kanye, like my three that mm-hmm. I need to get. Wow. And then I could be like, all right, I'm out. There we go. Doing something else. Going back to A&R. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. I'm done with that. Uh, what's so, what's your camera of choice? Uh, Canon Mark V. I mean, Canon R5. Canon R5. Um, that was the camera that I upgraded to uh, actually at the beginning of 2021. Mm. And since then, I've fuck, I've loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I was using a Canon 6D Mark II and that was my workhorse that's where I got everything from mm-hmm. like uh, Cole um, Lil Uzi like literally everybody I can think of from mm-hmm. like 2020 on back mm-hmm. nice this or that photo shoots or capturing shows or if you have a third option you can give an other <laughs> I would say capturing shows. I'm, I'm like, I'm very, very like introverted. Mm-hmm. So like, trying to make somebody feel comfortable while trying to make yourself feel comfortable in a photo shoot is like really hard for me. Mm. Like I've done, I could count on my hand. I've probably done like probably ten photo shoots for people, mm. and then the shows is just like I completely lost count. <laughs> okay, what's your uh, 2021 album of the year? 2021 album of the year. Um, hotels or I'm trying to remember. No, Kid Cudi's didn't come out in 2021. That was 2020. Uh, it would have to be the Young Blue album. Mm. Okay. Uh, Kanye's album's like number three for me, but that's only because like I love Kanye. Mm-hmm. But don't the the two that I like 
go back to is Hotels and the Young Blue album. Okay. Hotels was my number one. Young Blue was in my top ten. I think it was like number six or seven. Who, who's your number two? Offseason, J. Cole. <laughs> Let me correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> it would have. It would probably be offseason. Mm, yeah. Now that I think about it. Shit too easy for you now. <laughs> Listen, I've used, I've used that caption a little bit too often. You, you smoked it. You smoked it. It was so well done. Right. <laughs> Use it. It's there yeah. to be used. What's the best show that you've ever attended? Yeah, we well, you've been the, to it. You've been to a lot today. of them, boy. <laughs> you been be to out. A lot of them. So, <laughs> if anyone to answer, use you. Yeah. Um. To be honest, it would have to be the For Your Eyes Only tour. Mm. Mm. I, I was on that tour. I went in at the L.A. dates. I was I was at the second Brooklyn show. Really random. My boy hit me up day of. My boy Mike. Shout out Mike. He's a DJ. Mm. Um. Hit me up day of. He was like, "Yo, Nick, do you want to go to the cold show?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah! <laughs> How much do I gotta send?" Sent in the money, went, and I sh- I-, I shot that shit. Like that show in particular, it felt so intimate because he was in the middle of the crowd. Mm-hmm. He didn't have like a like a big band ass was to stage. the side and everything. He band was, was to the back. Like he was close to the the controls thing. Everybody had a good ass view of him, mm. and it was just like. It was beautiful because, like, he interacted with the crowd. There was a, like, he pointed the camera to the girl directly in front of me. Mm. Girl didn't know a fucking word. <laughs> camera pointed up a little bit, and you, you just saw me and my homeboy just spazzing. <laughs> that was the best show ever. Mm. Awesome. And then number two would have to be Rolling Loud, at this uh, most recent New York one. Mm. His, his, like, that whole first day was incredible. Mm. It was raining, torrential downpour. Everybody was just like, fuck it. We're enjoying ourselves. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> that's fire. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about your upbringing, you know, where, where you're originally from, and just kind of like Nick Watkin, the person, before we get to Nick Watkin, the famous photographer. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I was born and raised in the Bronx, and uh, so originally I was, I, I was, like, when I first started Life. I was saying we started life. <laughs> um, I started in Edenwall. I moved to Eastchester Gardens in the Bronx, and then I finally settled down in Co-op City. So um, that's where I was born. That's where I was raised. BX boy. Mm-hmm. BX boy. Um, it was it was a pretty good upbringing. Mm-hmm. Like, like obviously my parents are Caribbean, so they don't take no shit. None. If you're not doing well in school, zero. They're taking away all your shit. <laughs> you have to focus on school. So that happened to me a lot. Um, you didn't like school? It, it just never resonated with me. Okay. Um, I, like, I, obviously, I got good grades in some classes because, like, I was interested in it, like, history, yeah. math, yeah. English. It was just like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to read. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But, like, and then art, it was just like, like I was good at that too, but I was just like, eh. Yeah. I couldn't draw, couldn't do like all the tangible things that people want you to do in art. Um, so, yeah, like I, I can say I had a pretty good child, like upbringing because like my parents knew what they were doing in terms mm-hmm. of just like, okay, let him do this, let him do that. Like I didn't truly get, like even then, like I didn't even play sports growing up. Mm-hmm. I only played baseball from... 
I want to say when I was 11 years old on up. Mm. And I like I only played like probably two seasons of that shit. Mm. Loved it. Football, football I didn't start playing until like a senior in high school. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, sports I didn't really care about, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. crazy. Music I didn't even really care about either. Wow. Mm. So you were just kind of just floating? I was just, just floating just through vibing. life. Just vibing. <laughs> <laughs> but reggae music was always a thing in my house. So it was like, all right, cool. Like I, I, like I hear this all the time. It wasn't until like, I want to say 50 put out, uh, what was it? It was like 2004. A record? Get, get, get like Get Richard Die Trying? Get Richard Die Trying. My dad brought that shit and he was just playing that shit in the house. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, my dad, <laughs> my, my dad loved that album too. That album's hard. Kept yeah. playing that shit and I was just like, okay, I could listen to hip hop now. Mm. And then R&B started to come to the forefront. My mom, for some reason, my mom kept playing Boy George. Mm. So, like, <laughs> that's funny. Music was always like in my house. Very West I just, her. yeah, <laughs> and I just didn't know like why and how, but like it found this way. But mm. I am today. Mm. Wow, work, work, work. So, from there, how did you transition to photography? Yeah, photography, for- and well, I'm more interested in learning about the A and R. I'm, 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 I'm gonna talk about how Snow Allegra made your picture her, her Abby later, but. Getting into A&R, you know, you, you said you had an internship, and like, yeah, so, so how, how did you stumble where, yeah, upon where did that? Because from hearing your upbringing, this is, like, shocking to me, yeah. knowing, like, knowing who you are now, yeah. it's just shocking to hear you, like, I didn't really care about this yeah. or that. Or I, like, I, I, I didn't, like, when what? I say I didn't really care about a lot, I didn't care about a lot. But um, I think the change happened when it was in middle school, and I was the go-to guy to try and, like, See what new music came out. Mm. Oh, okay. And it was always like, yo, Nick, what came out today? What came out? Like, what's on your iPod? What's on this? What's on that? And I would always have, like, the newest music. So I'd, like, I want to say 2007, uh, I had the Carter 3 leak on my iPod. And everybody was just like, yo, can I listen to it? Can I listen to it? Can I listen to it? I'm <laughs> like, passing your iPod around. <laughs> passing it around, but I made sure. Give me my run shit back. Yeah. Run back. Give me run my shit back. back. And I put people on to Kendrick when he first came out. I yeah. put people on to Big Sean, J. Cole. Right. Like I was always like surfing the internet trying to figure out like You were that guy. Blog every day. You loved Discovery. You loved artist discovery. Yeah, I loved that shit. And like the final person I put people on to was like Chance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, maybe maybe I could actually do this. Maybe I could actually like okay. yeah. figure out if I could actually work in music. So like when I graduated high school, um, I went to Nassau Community because I thought, yeah, you know what? One year of high school football, maybe I could play football in college. <laughs> Looked at these motherfuckers, I was like, mm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I spent two years there. Like I was just floating. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And initially, I wanted to become a police officer. Mm-hmm. He said, I dodged the <laughs> bullet <God>. there. <laughs> no pun. Uh, <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Um, <laughs> dear God, that was that was a good one. Um, and then me and my homeboy, because he was at Hofstra, which is like literally right down the block yeah. from there. He was just like, yo, why don't you just go into radio? So, Oh, that's fire. Like, Shout out to homeboy. 
transferred to Brooklyn College, interned for the radio station for about two semesters. I was thinking about doing my own show, but then, like, shit happened, and I wasn't mm-hmm. able to go back to school for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Literally was just trying to figure out, like, how do I get, get, get back the, on? Yeah. Get back on. So I was just like, you know, I have my grandmother's old camera because she had passed away and mm-hmm. left the camera for us. Yeah. She was, my mom was like, if you guys want to use it, just take it. Wow. Sisters didn't want to use it. I was the only one that like had an interest in it um, from like previous experience. I I should talk about that too, right? Sure. So in high school, well, I I was always, my parents always had a camera on them. Okay. Like they avoided letting my sisters use it, but let me use it from like here and there. Um, So like we were going like Jamaica trips. We would go to like Florida, South Carolina, and I'd use it a couple of times. Nothing really pretty came yeah, out of it because yeah. you know you're a kid just, just experimenting <laughs> you're just kid vibing floating and then in high school i remember my boy uh brought his camera to school and i was just like yo can i like play around with it took a picture of a couple of friends it wasn't like anything that interesting so i was like and i was just like this is fun it's kind of fire <laughs> yeah it's fire <laughs> so like i kept using my grandmother's camera i was just taking pictures of friends Try and be artsy and shit. Yeah. Um, and then I got kicked out of school, and I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to buy a camera. I was telling my boy Yancey, he was just like, yeah, just fuck it, do it. I was, this is when I was working at Adidas, and then brought it, and then that whole year, I just went to events, just went around with friends, shooting. shooting. Mm-hmm. Went to Jamaica, shooting. shooting. Went to... I remember the, I want to say, the thing that made me want to do it more went to Panorama. Mm. Okay. 2017. You obviously know who was performing then. Frank. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Frank Solange. And then snuck it in. Don't know, don't ask me how. <laughs> do not. Yo. The security, BX is how. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> the security guard that searched me he was so cool i don't know his name i don't know where he's at now but i fucking love you for that i hope he's doing well i hope he's doing well <laughs> and he was just like yo just leave it in your bag if you're going to use it just make sure you don't get caught shot isaiah rashad when he broke the fucking floor at that shit mm. uh shot solange shot um mgmt those photos were terrible i'm never putting them out <laughs> And then Frank came on, and my God, like, as I'm shooting it, I'm like, yo, you're actually doing a good job. Like, what are you doing? Did you expect anything out? Oh, you're talking about yourself? Yes. Oh, I'm like, wait, it's Frank. What are you talking about? (laughs) Because it's it's like the beginning. Yeah. Yes. I don't know how I did it. And then- there was like a couple of people who were around me who was just like, yo, are you editing that shit live? I'm like, yeah. They're like, how the fuck are you doing that? I'm like, mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Post, like, I sent it to my home. Like, that whole shit with Complex is like a whole nother, like, thing. But mm. um, I sent it to my homegirl. She sent it to her editor. Her editor credited her. Mm. I had to get it taken down like three what? different times. What? And then they finally reposted it with my tag on it. And it was just like, okay, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And then there was a bunch of times where I was like, I need to quit. Like, this isn't it. For real. And then I talked to Julius at Briani T's 
anti and versus lemonade uh art gallery thing mm. and he was just like yo just fuck it do it mm. and then from there it's just been <sighs> grind up how many yeah. years uh so how old are you i'm 27 okay so i started when i was 22 okay copy oh so you've been grinding yeah mm. and that boom the pandemic took a year off so it's been like basically four years yeah right? okay damn man You've been moving. Mm-hmm. That's not what they expect. I one of my friends is a photographer. He did my second video, Circles video. He's he shot. He was on tour with like Blink One Eighty Two, and it just seems like the life of just like documenting. Like people don't understand that photography is documentation. Like yeah. If mm-hmm. it didn't happen, photos, you know, it didn't happen. Right. Exactly. So that's such a beautiful. I mean, responsibility too, as like a photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how do you view that responsibility to someone who's like? I don't take it lightly. I take it with extreme gratitude and extreme like mm-hmm. love and grace because when you pass away all you have is memories yeah and, and the people around you all they have yeah. is memories of, of you, you. Yeah, yeah. when you document all the people around you they have those memories of like what happened mm-hmm. this day and what happened x y and z so like for me it it I don't take that responsibility very lightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I hold it very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, I, while I wish other people were documenting me, mm-hmm. just making sure, like, okay, let's take a couple of pictures of him here and there. For me to take pictures of, like, my friends and, and the people that, like, I take pictures yeah. of, it means something to me. That's beautiful, mm-hmm. bro. That's beautiful. So, like, when, when I took the photos of Nipsey, oh, and, like, blogs and publications started using it, I was just like, that means something near, very near and dear to me. Yeah. Like for me, people are, like you see people just like selling their photo, like selling photos of Nipsey and shit like that, prints and stuff. Not once have I sold anything yeah. related to him. Cause I don't need to. Yeah. Let the man rest. I don't need to make money off of a dead man's name. Yeah. yeah. You have a, you have, you, you hold a certain uh, integrity yeah. To, yeah. to it because if you see it more as like we were talking about you know craft <laughs> we're always going to talk about craft yeah, you yeah. know and so you've seen it as not only just the craft of being able to shoot and, and capture beautiful images but like also what that means when you're capturing those beautiful images like the subject of those images mm-hmm. and like taking account of all the things yeah and know? the context of it yeah yeah, yeah and, all the things and what's surrounding it mm-hmm. yeah what was that moment like when Snow Allegra made her Avi <laughs> one of your photos? She's generational in several ways. Mm. I when I didn't even notice. My friends hit me up. They were just like, "Yo, is this your photo?" I'm like, "I'm looking at it closely." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. that's my edit." <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> Bro, and did you talk to her? Yeah, I oh, met her. I, I, I've talked to her a couple of times. I met her. But, uh, shout out my boy Trent. He actually made that happen. Mm. Um, oh, I actually listened to her her project, Temporary Highs. Yes, before she put it out, incredible, and I was I was just sitting there like, holy shit, this is the woman who, like, put me up here, mm-hmm. and she was like very thankful for me for taking that photo because she loves it. Wow, it's a great photo. <laughs> so did that? What did that do for you business wise? It did. It honestly, anytime I take a, a legendary photo, it doesn't do anything. And I'm being very honest about that. Wow. Um, Business-wise, it has to do with, like, the relationships and the people that you make relationships with. Yeah. Like, I made a relationship with her and her team. Like, before the pandemic hit, I was supposed to shoot her show in, uh, what was it, Uh, Terminal 5. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then. Pandemic. Pandemic hit. I'm trying to shoot the Radio City show. Yeah. 
I still trying to find a contact for her because <laughs> she changed uh, teams and stuff like that. Mm. But like, it doesn't do anything business wise. Like, wow. it it'll help you in terms of just like fo- social following and stuff like that. Yeah. But people won't reach out to you unless you like you have a relationship with certain people. Right. It's weird. It's more. Yeah. It's more. You just your your portfolio. You just add. It's more about the craft, right? Yeah. It's people seeing like, oh no, Nick when he gets behind the lens, he's crazy. Yeah, like, he does. It's more of that. It's yeah. more of that than you got to go out and make rubber meet the road and, and yeah. make stuff happen. I, for me, I'm I'm trying to get better at like networking and trying to mm-hmm. get back into that space, mm-hmm. um, because of like certain things that happened throughout the pandemic and certain things that happened in general work wise mm-hmm. that. It made it hard to to get back into that little pocket. You know, people move jobs, all that. People like disband friendships and stuff like that. So yeah. it, it's hard, but I'm trying to get back to it, and I'm actively doing it. That's what's up. Yeah, no, keep doing that, man. Because I mean, these images I'm in here on the IG right now. This is this is just <laughs> jumping off the page. Wish bro. I could people, see these. <laughs> no, people need to people. I mean, this Wayne joint is nuts. Like, yeah. I mean, and I I've been following you for a while, and just like looking at all these photos, I'm like, wow, this dude Nick is like. Thank you, thank you. Different with it, like you know. Look at these these snow pictures is just out of here. But like, it's it's just a beautiful thing, man. Too, because you know we we have how many photographers have we had on? None that are jumping out. I'm sorry if you're a photographer. We had. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Have we had a photographer? I feel. I think I might have been the first one. I feel like we have, but either way, I'm sorry if I forgot. One of one of very few photographers we've had on the show. If we've Mm -hmm. had photographers on the show. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing because that's such a part of the art that like we like on the show being able to uh, bring light to people that you know things that we like, if you will take for granted yeah. right? you know people always take for granted photos and like that. We Glad you said space. that because I was gonna say like photographers like when people go out to their events and there's a photo booth you know like people people are hyped to you know take see photos. themselves get exactly. get captured and then like like let's say you you're the friend who takes the, the group photo and then you have them all on your phone people are pressing you immediately like send me my picture send me my picture send seen, them photos <laughs> and i've seen so many photographers take dope pictures of celebrities and not get credited like like a, like a celebrity will dm them like yo send me that pic and they'll send the pic and they'll be like you know credit me and they'll they won't get credit it's like why do we take such a vital aspect of life people who are committing to documenting us for granted why are they shit on like that like what's what's your perspective on that i think it's people not understanding what photographers go through on like a general basis Mm -hmm. um i've had this experience with like a bunch of friends was like yo send me my photos send my photos send my photos Mm -hmm. and i'm just like yo you ain't fucking paying me for this shit yeah i I do this for a living (laughs) i do this for number one i do this for a living number two like, let me take my time. Like, I'm, like, there's times where I'm, like, going through shit and people are, like, harassing me for photos. I'm, like, bro, relax. It's the last thing you want to hear. It, number two, and it's the way people approach them. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, as number one, photography is, is a lost art, mm-hmm. but it's also not respected more like, as, like, more like video and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I know a bunch of videographers that are treated beautifully. Mm-hmm. Photographers, they're treated shitty. Yeah. But wow. it's all, it's it's like, it's in your name and, and the team that you have around you. So, like, for me, I've had a bunch of different times where I'm, like, I'm very respectful, very, very, like, honest. And I have people just call me, like, the cameraman or, or <sighs> this The shit. cameraman. Or, like, your camera's so great. Yeah. I heard that y- y'all take the fence to that. Like, that. Yeah, and it's just like, yo, bro, like. 
Number one, I'm a human being at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Straight up, camera man. man, fuck out of here. Camera, <laughs> like I have a name. Mm-hmm. I tell you my name when I introduce myself. As you should, as a normal human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if there's no respect, then I'm not like I'm not gonna send you your photos almost immediately. I'll send them, but they're only gonna be like probably three, four, or five days after the fact. Yeah. Respect me, and I'll respect you. No, we gotta we gotta start showing more love to photographers, y'all, because they yeah. out here making y'all look great. And not only and that, like time. they get paid shitty mm. when in terms of just like on the music side. Mm. So, like, I know a bunch of different photographers who have shot album covers. Yeah, ask me if they've gotten paid well for those, <laughs> especially since like it lives on in history. Yeah, mm-hmm. ask me if they if they if they've gotten paid well. So then what do you think about the NFT space then? The NFT space is it's for me it's is that an opportunity for you, you think? It it is, but it's also weird at the same time because there whoever buys it owns it. Number right. one. Number two, granted you can make royalties off of it right. and stuff like yeah. that. But you don't own your product at the end of the day. Somebody else does. And they could always be like, Oh wait, no, I own this X, Y, and Z. And then if they wanted to sell it to like a company, they can. Granted, your name is forever connected. It's weird. It, that's where it gets lost. Yeah. In tra- for me, at least, I don't understand it much. Um, and also, for me, I, I'm of the understanding that, like, granted, people can like save an image and be like, "Oh no, I own it." No, that's not how it works. It like I understand now that like it's a blockchain. Yeah, exactly. You upload it, it and then exactly. they yeah. own it. Yeah. So it, for me, I have to learn a little bit more about it, but I also do think. It's it's a space where people can learn a lot more. There's a huge opportunity for digital artists, photographers. Yeah, and space. especially since like, let me not even get back to like the the little drawings that everybody's getting. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> now NFTs is, 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 is one of those things, but you know, I, I think that there's a huge opportunity for visual artists like yourself yeah. to 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 tap into it because it is about you know putting the power back into. The, the the creator's hands at yeah. the end of the day too so it's like it's like selling a song but someone can actually have the the recording the you know the master recording file yeah but you will always be attached to it and always can go like that painting on the wall if you know if you took a if you had painted that and you took a photo of it you could sell it and it will all you know it'll change hands as owners but you are always the uh, you are the creator. You are always the artist on it. So okay. it works in the same way as like a painting would. So, yeah, yeah, definitely take a look into that. But but um, so who are you? You know, well, I get Armand. This is your show. You go ahead. What? No, go ahead. I was just gonna ask you know, just about his future goals and who you want to be. And oh um, yeah, we'll say that for that. Uh, go ahead, now. actually. Go ahead. Go ahead. Actually, no. Go go. <laughs> say, say. I was I was, was going to ask because I you know I when people ask me what my goals are, I, I told them you know I. Would I write forever? Probably. Do I want to write forever? No. I, I have an interest in working in in, in A and I've talked to a bunch of different A and R's about their experiences, and so I you know I just wanted to ask you, like you know, what was your experience like working in that? In that so space? I was working there temporarily. Um, I, it was a gig that I got right out of my internship. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out um, my girl Ari for the opportunity, and even Riggs, um, because like I wouldn't I wouldn't have gotten an opportunity without his blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not as people think like the whole A and R thing that like people on Twitter be like oh no I can A R this I can do <laughs> everyone that. thinks like an A and R they don't understand the first thing it's it's completely different than what people think it is mm-hmm. yeah. it's 
and I'm not even going to go deep into like what it like your, it entails. But for me, like granted, I was there temporarily. I didn't get much responsibility, but the responsibility I did have, like I did good at, mm-hmm. like I made sure like I was executing at a high clip. Mm-hmm. Granted, like in going back and like speaking with him, like after the fact, he was like, no, you could have worked on this and this. Mm-hmm. It was just like, all right, cool. Like I, I know that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that for the future references. Um, but the one thing that I like, I took it upon myself to do was like artist research and just mm-hmm. making sure like whoever you find and whoever you look at, make sure it's the best quality because if it's garbage, he's going to look at you like you crazy. Mm-hmm. And a couple of people that I've showed him was, uh, baby King. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so when he put out that first project with like the, the teal purple and red, like clouds and like mm-hmm. black figures on it, forgot the name of it. Showed him that. He was just like, okay, this is cool. Uh, Brandon Banks, uh, he's an R&B artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hip, Brandon I'm Banks hip, dope. Um, showed, played him Autumn. Mm, okay. That first, pro- that first song he put out, he was like, I love this. I need to have a meeting with him. Mm. At that point, I had, uh, I was probably about a week away from leaving. Mm. So whatever happened after that happened. Um. And I think there was like two other people that I can't remember off the top of my head. It was a lot of research. Research It was just it was just a lot of research and just making sure he was like set. Like also you're like handling like stems, you're handling like other music from other people, you're handling like different types of recording. Like you're handling a lot. Mm -hmm. Like you're doing a lot in just A and R. It's not just yeah. It's not just like Signing this artist and signing this artist. No, mm-hmm. you're responsible for a whole lot of shit. And you're responsible for somebody's career. Mm-hmm. If you fuck up. They're coming to the A&R. <laughs> it's, 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 it's clipped. Yeah. It's clipped for not only your boss, it's clipped for you, and it's clipped for that artist. Mm-hmm. So, like, when people think that, like, oh, no, it's just about signing artists and putting out music. It's not like mm-hmm. that. It's com- it's completely different. I, and I heard, and I saw um, my, one of my, uh, former co-workers slash homeboys, Mike Hamilton, he was talking about, yeah, like... Yeah, love Mike. He worked right across the, uh, the desk from it. Mm. Like, he wanted to be in a and He was just like, I'm good. Mm. I don't want to be, be there anymore. And I'm in the same mind frame. Like, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, Riggs has shouted me out on Insta Real. Like, no, this kid is special. He can do it. It's just a matter of, like, being in that space. And I... I just don't you know you want no parts, no parts of it anymore. Yeah. Music industry is be beating people up, Bruh. like mentally, like it, it's the PTSD is. The music industry is a is not a fun place. Issa Rae talked about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have spoke about it numerous times. Mm-hmm. The music industry is a place that like you have to be thick, thick, thick skinned mm-hmm. to work in. You have to like granted you have to be creative, but you also have to like. Understand, people are going to say no, and for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. They're not going to understand what you're trying to do or what you're trying to say and what you're trying to create, and that's okay. You have your ideas, and if people agree with them and people want to use them, cool. If not, take your ideas somewhere else and be happy with them. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, enjoy, like enjoy, like being in this space and getting like free shit and free shows and shit like that. Like that's cool. Your happiness at the end of the day has to be more than like yeah. working in that industry. A thousand percent. A thousand and that's percent. what I realized. And that's why like 
I'm not actively trying to get some like something in that space anymore because I already know like if I go back in, it's a shit show. Mm-hmm. It's clipped. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit show. Like the make music is fun. The the creating like the art for album covers and stuff is fun. Everything surrounding it, the business of it, the business of it is terrible. It, it fucks with the love of the art. Like it's, uh, I call it like a one sided marriage. Like if you want to be something. Yeah, you can be the best singer in the world, but you have to operate in the business the best way. But the business yeah. isn't, it's not moral. It's not it's fair. <laughs> it's, the system is fucked up. Yeah. Immoral, unfair. All these like, you will, like, I've had a bunch of friends leave the industry because they were, ju- they were just not happy. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I like, when I was temping there, like, granted, like, I was still on my grind. I was just like, yo, if you're not happy here, Put your happiness first. Leave, because if you're gonna if you're gonna sit here and be sulk and be mad and continue to just like not be happy, it makes no sense. Yeah, you're not gonna do your best work either. You're not even gonna be able to do your best work, and you're not you're you're just not gonna enjoy life. Mm-hmm. We have one one shot at it. Mm-hmm. One of these, you get one of these. One of these, <laughs> like you want to be miserable twenty four seven. I don't want to be miserable twenty four seven. I want to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. I want to travel. You can't even do that there. Because it's just like you're at a desk 24-7. Now you may be able to because of, like, remote work and stuff like that. Yeah. But it, initially when I was there, you couldn't do a damn thing. But, but you I, convinced me for never. <laughs> <laughs> the one, I'm sure you convinced a lot of listeners. Just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to think I'm good. But the one, thing, the one thing I will say that, like, working in the music industry is good for, it's learning everything else, like soft skills. Mm. Like, you can learn all your soft skills in probably three months of working at a, at a label. Yeah. Because people ask and ask and ask and ask and ask. And the only way your label experience would be good is if your seniors are willing to help you and see yeah. the the opportunity to help you, to make you grow into a better work, not even worker, A&R, executive, but like whatever. If they see that in you, they will put ten thousand percent in. Yeah, to they get us to help your career development. I yeah. mean, everyone needs champions. Everyone needs champions in the career, regardless yeah. of field. Whether if you know you, you know you making computers, you making you know you're a journalist, you're a photographer. You need people who have gone before you in that field to champion you and bring you forward. Yeah, and it's hard to find those people. Yeah. Like even in photography, it's hard to find those people. Yeah, like I had one, and then some shit happened, and then it got tossed to the side. Yeah. The photography face space is competitive too, huh? Yeah. So like it's it's competitive, but it's also like a very, very, very communal space. Mm. I can say that. Um like for me, I had never shot Rolling Loud before this past October. Mm. I always I've always tweeted, I want to shoot a Rolling Loud one day. I want to shoot a Rolling Loud one day. And then my boy Kadeem, who works with them, mm-hmm. hit me up after Miami. He was like, yo. Do you want to do my uh, New York? I'm like, fuck yeah, uh, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then like I always kept it quiet. I didn't speak about it. I didn't want to like ruin it. Yeah. And then he hit me up probably about like a month before. And he was like, "Yo, are you still down?" I'm like, "Yeah, like I will do anything." And he put me on. Um, what else? I want to say 
like there's there's like you put people on and they'll return the favor mm-hmm. like in other ways. It's yeah. give and take. That's life, right? Yeah. It's the way it should be. Some people just take and take and take though. Mm-hmm. And and then they gatekeep the hell out mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And then when it's, when it's like when you're trying to put other people on, it's hard because they just want to take. Yep. And like when you ask a favor for it back and they're just like nah, I can't do that. It's a weird Nasty. place. It's a weird place. Why we decide to be creatives? <laughs> <laughs> we decided, we didn't decide. Shit. We didn't decide. It chose us. No, no. Yeah, we decided. Well, it was. A, it's a little of both. We decided to be creatives because it's what makes us happy. Yeah, it, it's what brings us joy. Yeah, like with you writing articles about music is mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's yeah. awesome. With you making music is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's your it's your peace point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deadlines and shit are horrible. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, making, like, taking photos is, and and even producing them. Like, I produce the, well, I didn't necessarily produce. I, like, I creatively directed the Puma shoot that I did. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't, they didn't give me any type of direction. They just said, here's this photo, here's this car, take a photo of it. You do whatever you want with the rest of the stuff. Just make sure you take photos of the outfits. Straight up. I you could have done just that, but you put your heart into it. Yeah. And, like, even for shows, it's just, like, you find different ways to shoot different shows. Because mm-hmm. not all the shows are going to be the same. Yeah. So. There's a love. There's a love there. Yeah. There's a love there that has to be the the through line and be the, the thing that keeps you going. Because, like you said, there's been moments where you're like, I'm ready to quit. Yeah. I'm ready to get through it. I'm done. I'm, you know, be be done with it. I'm ready to do something else. Yeah, and there's 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 been multiple times where I'm just like, all right, I'm done. I don't care about this anymore. Wow. Like I that's photography. Talking about photography. I, yeah, photography. Wow. And I'm just like, and then for some like some like I always talk to my boys, Danny and Miguel, and they're always like Danny, Miguel, and Steve, and they're always like, no, like stick with it. Like we yeah. see it in you. Mm-hmm. I talk to my homegirls, Ashley, Kayla, like. Tiana, like all of them, they're just like, no, stick with it. It's important to like, have people it, like that. Like, you never know how close you are to popping or mm-hmm. to, to being successful. And, like, let's say you quit. It's always like that meme where it's just like the guy has the axe and he's mm-hmm. like, he's walking away. And it's a big old crazy diamond, right? Yeah. There. And then the guy that's on top of him is just like, keep going, go, mm-hmm. go, go, go. Yeah. So you never know when your, your, your biggest and best opportunity is going to come unless you keep trying keep pushing that's it it's, it's a journey it's it's a long journey and a lot of people want that instant gratification too they're, they're checking for results enjoy the journey y'all i hate that instant instant gratification because like i i think i've gotten to a space where i've done it so much where mm-hmm. i'm just like okay what's next yeah yeah what's next mm-hmm. i you think to. i'm i'm trying now i'm trying to just enjoy every single little bit of it yes yeah. The journey, man. You spend more time on the journey than the actual milestones. Like yes, when you so hit sure. those milestones, they like they're blips in the whole long. And that timeline. and at, at the journey is probably the best part about life. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Like your you're like your early twenties, like you're you're just grinding. Mid twenty, mid to late twenties, you're just like okay, trying to figure everything out. Thirties, like you have everything figured out, but you're still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of life, you're trying to enjoy all the fruits of your labor. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's where I want to be at 40, man, enjoying the fruits. Yeah. Eating fruits Chilling. somewhere. Same. Chilling on a balcony in L.A., smoking in a robe. That yeah, labor fruit. Making money passively. <laughs> that labor-flavored fruit. You feel me? Enjoying it. To close, Nick, uh, what are your future goals, 
bucket list. What do you feel you have yet to accomplish that, you know, is really meaningful for you that you want to make happen? Um, I want to, you know, put more of my people on, put yeah. more of my friends on. Love that. Um, I want to open up a foundation that helps like inner city kids. Amazing. Like get back into that creative space. Cause to I the think, arts, yeah. yeah. Cause I think the, like how you call it? The bridge. The, the, bridging the, the gap. Yeah. Bridging the gap and the removal of like music programs in schools. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah, the arts is gone. It's, it's, it's terrible. Like it hurts a bunch of kids more than like they've realized. They need outlets. They need outlets and stuff. Like, drawing doesn't do it for them. Like, they need yeah. vocal and, like, sonically. Mm. Like, that's how it was for me. Like, sonically, like, I can be in depth in music class. Mm. Art class was just like, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, I want to get back to that. Like, I want to create a foundation that helps with that. I want to um, start working with bigger clients. Yeah. Um, more creative direction in the future? More creative yeah. direction in the future. It's... It's hard to to like get to that place, but um, without a team behind you. But I'm trying at least. You getting there? You getting there? You'll get there, brother. You out here? You <laughs> I'm out about here. to say, <laughs> you so humble, bro. You can talk your shit, man. <laughs> I, I, look, I've I've shot a bunch of different stuff that like I'm very proud of. Yeah. And I like I always accept all the flowers that people are giving me, mm-hmm. but I also understand at the end of the day, like. Who I am as a person means more than like what I've done. This brother is generational. <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, you can't be a, a shitty person and like take great photos and then mm-hmm. expect people to give you your flowers. Yeah. I, I, I take them as they come. But like I said, I'm very grateful and thankful for the people around me that mm-hmm. helped me grow to be this person. Yeah. And that's just it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm very quiet about like, you know me. Mm-hmm. Very quiet about what I do. Yeah. Like, my friends hype me up. Like, there's been a couple of occasions where I'm just like, all right, not going to talk about this, not going to talk about this. <laughs> and then, like, I'll give you one example. We were in, uh, me and my friends were on a road trip to L.A. from San Fran. The server comes up. He, we're talking about, like, just random stuff. And then my friends is just like randomly. Oh, you know he's a famous photographer. I'm like, <laughs> why, <laughs> why? Out of all the, and then he was just like, oh, really? I'm like, let me see your stuff. I'm like, <sighs> here's Here my go. website. <laughs> he's just like, holy fuck. I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. I mm-hmm. I don't brag about it, but yeah, you it's some stuff you can't you can't be. Some stuff you can be humble about. Some stuff you can't be humble mm-hmm. about. Yeah, you just can't brag about it. It's good to have those wins for yourself sometimes, like yeah. personal wins that you keep to yourself. And I think, Very underrated. yeah, photography is one of those personal wins that like I keep to myself. Like, I granted, like I'll talk my shit mm-hmm. when I need to talk my shit. Mm-hmm. In the time and place, but I don't need to do it all the time. Yeah, that's good energy. That's a. That's oh yeah no, uh, I, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't saying nothing crazy. I was saying producing that, that, you, <laughs> the nah. producer getting produced. <laughs> no, nah, I appreciate you. Though. Yeah, man, great, really, really great conversation. Thank you, thank you for stopping thank by. You for having me, uh, listeners. We hope you got something from that. Uh, my my famous friend has a lot of great insight um, and great perspective. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's your camera right there. This man, this man is famous. I don't want to hear him say like, "Oh, you've taken photos with this this person." This man has interviewed 
Who's you, who's you interview? It's just Pusha T and Maxwell Green, man. Nothing crazy. Pusha T. Who? Say Pusha. it again, a little louder. Pusha. 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 Nothing, Pusha. Crazy. Nothing crazy. From the clips. <laughs> and Maxo. Cream. Hey, man, uh, it's 2022, and I, I have a 0 0 record. That's how I'm looking at it. You know, those are great pass wins, but uh, yes. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not resting on my laurels. Bigger and better in 2022. We're doubling up. So. Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow him at Nick WNYC on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and yeah, that is it. Uh, we are the Busy Boys, Vegan Chorizo Poppy, Kabucha King that makes your heart sing. Uh, Nick the photographer. I'm not. I don't have any. <laughs> we won't get one. We don't, <laughs> we get, get I don't have any code names like these men. <laughs> get you one soon. Uh, but we want you all to stay safe, stay humble, and stay busy. Stay healthy too. Yeah. Thank you for you guys for having me. Yeah, always. Much man. love to you, my brother. Much love. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy. Taking time, getting right if you miss me. What you want?